Hey, my name is Lizzie Smiley, and I absolutely love helping people connect with their calling and all the tools they need to kick roadblocks and excuses right out the door so they can cultivate the life they dream about. If you want to launch, grow, pivot, or scale your Etsy shop, or you've always wanted to develop the mindset and skills to run your own business, then I'm your girl. I've had that entrepreneurial spirit going strong since my very first lemonade stand, and now I'm a work-at-home mama with multiple online companies and a full-time Etsy shop, all while being present with my kids for the everyday chaos and most important milestones. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things business, mindset, Etsy, creativity, dazzling our customers, and so much more. There's plenty of room at this table for you, so scooch on in and let's go. I'm holding nothing back. Welcome to How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast this week. I'm so excited to share with you another Etsy success story. And this is unlike anything we have ever talked about or looked at before. It is fire. So I I hope you're looking forward to a very, very unique type of Etsy shop. (laughs) This is just... I, um, I found Ashley on one of like the Etsy's published lists of like really unique shops to follow or like to to shop from that they put out every once in a while. And I can totally see why she made that list. Um, This is such a giftable item. This is such a clever thing. Like I, I already have about 10 people in mind that I literally want to make sure I have this product on hand for to give as a gift. And her, her story on Etsy is so cool because she started out slow like a lot of us and um and had to grow and learn and figure out how to market her product and then she had a really cool explosion happen in 2020. So let me give you a little bit of the bio here. In 2018, Ashley Evans wanted an easier and healthier way for people to enjoy cocktails from home. In Booze was started in her small basement room and by 2020 she moved into her own commercial kitchen and storefront. The kits are 100% handmade from slicing and dehydrating to pouching and shipping. Ashley sources as much locally as possible, including Michigan cherries, apples, and berries. There are no additives or chemicals um, included, creating a super clean infusion. That is so cool, you guys. Um, She is involved, or her company is involved in every step of the process. Each kit infuses at least two cups of your favorite spirit, creating eight to ten cocktails. And then, um, as you will hear about from her as well, they you can also use these for mocktails, which is lovely for kids or like expecting mamas or people wanting to just be dry for whatever reason. I think that's so cool with the, the movement that's happening right now to be more dry. In 2020, Etsy trend expert Dana shared in booze on her Instagram stories and it took off. By May, we were doing weekly corporate virtual happy hour shipments. Crazy. November 2020, we were featured on Oprah's Stocking Stuffer under $20 gift list. This exploded the brand to the point where we had to shut down for one and a half months just to catch up. Ashley's been featured by Business Insider, Cosmo, BuzzFeed, Good Housekeeping, and was named uh, one of the 40 under 40 to watch for Grand Rapids. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I think it's so cool. She's willing to come chat on the podcast when she's had all these amazing media appearances, but I absolutely love it and I love her. So get ready for a really neat, different kind of conversation about a type of product we've never even thought about before, let alone talked about. So please help me welcome Ashley to the podcast. Ashley, hey, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm I'm very excited. We've never (laughs) talked to anybody like you before, which I love. Yes. (laughs) So that. you are such a sweetheart for being here and you are such a genius for this business that you've created. I I'm geeking out with you like hard. Thank you. You're Thank so you. welcome. I love it. You must like the way, even your pictures, like I've got to tell you, you're like sweet little um, bio pictures and things like that in your shop. You just look like so in your element. Like, yeah, like I'm having so much fun with it. And I think that's really important, you know, like just making, finding something that you can do that you enjoy. It is work, but it's so fun. And I, every day is different. So I love it. A million percent. And like, we don't even like, all we need to do is take one look at you. Like that girl's having fun and A, I need her product and B, she's really cool. <laughs> oh, awesome. I know it's funny. Like just even through the videos and stuff, I feel like people feel like they know me. And so when they see me, they're kind of like, oh my gosh, can I talk to you? I'm like, yeah, you can talk. Like I'm a person. Like I'm still, I'm not just like this person that's like, you can't 
like inaccessible, you know, like I'm, I'm here, like come, they come in the store and they're like, Oh, can I talk? I mean, yes, that's chit chat, you know, or just, it's oh. one of those things. I don't want people to think that they, I don't know. I want to have fun with you, you know, but I bet you make their day because you're, you're a little celebrity. It's just the cute. It's so fun. You're like, because you are the brand. It's just great. And I really want to start at the beginning. Like, honestly, when I first got to hear some of your story, it's just absolutely engrossing. Um, and I really love, I really love sharing with my listeners kind of more current success stories. Like, it's one thing if like, oh, yeah, I got in 20 years ago and whatever. And and people think, oh, the, the OGs are the ones who do it. But you're a newer story. And so I would love to start, like, what is your background? And then how did In Booze come to be? Okay. So, um, I, so I have four kids, but um, when I had my twins, we were, it was in 2009, they were born. And so I was at that point, just, we, we started to look at daycare and I was like, you know what? Like, this is going to be impossible to get these twins in daycare and all this stuff. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to work from home. And then just everybody was, I was always kind of frugal anyway, but then people would ask me, oh, how can I save money? Or how can I do this when I have kids? And so I'm like, well, I'll just, might as well start this whole blogging thing. Like, let's see what this is all about. And so then I started blogging about like saving money and how to get like um, kid products cheaper and things like that. So it was more like about saving money and frugality. And then as they grew older, then it was like, oh, I'm cooking a lot. So people love my recipes because they're easy for families. Oh my God. And so that turned into the recipe aspect of it. And so then it was more of a food blog kind of thing. And then um, I just kind of ran with it. So as my my three youngest ones or three oldest ones, sorry, were growing up. That was just kind of our world. Like we were just kind of in that kind of blogger kind of world. And then um, once I had my son who's five now, I was just kind of like, okay, I'm kind of done. It was, things changed from 2010 to um, 2018 where I was like doing that, you know, like that eight years, I feel like the world was like, oh no, there's Instagram. You have to have all these pretty pictures. You have to do all this. Just everything was just more influencer based. And it's just like, I'm just kind of, tired of it. It's, it's easy to get burned out with that kind of thing. Yes. And I know if that's what everybody wants to do, like they think it's easy. They're like, Oh yeah, this person has a hundred thousand followers and they're just like making all this money. It's like not that easy, you know? Yes. And so then I was like, okay, I want to do something that I love. And so early, uh, like a year before I started in booze, I started doing something called um, Saturday sips where we'd make cocktails together on social media. I give people like a shopping list and then we just make kind of do like a live video and go back and forth and um, make cocktails together. And so that's where kind of, I started with more cocktail content and then I was like, okay, well, this is fun. But then people kind of kept telling me, okay, I really love these drinks, but I just, I'm never going to make it at home or I don't, I couldn't find this or it was too hard or they didn't have the tools. And so I was like, okay, how can we make this easier? And also I didn't want all, a lot of people at that time were doing like, oh, just mix crystal light with vodka. And there you go. Like it's just all the sugary things. There's so many it's like grapefruit and all these flavors out here that you can just use by infusing your alcohols. And so then I was like, okay, so now I'm going to figure out how to make this work. So I kind of just was like playing around with things and I was like, let's try dehydrating things. So I was already putting thing, I had get those big bottles at Costco. So I just had all these vodka concoctions in the fridge anyway. And so I was like, oh, well, I'm infusing them, but how can I have that to go for someone? And that's where the dehydrating kind of played in. And so I had this little itty bitty tabletop dehydrator and I said, okay, well, let's see what we can do with this. So I was like, oh, let's just throw some apples in there. Let's throw some oranges. And I just started dehydrating everything and then putting like little combinations of things together and little bags. So I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. And then it worked. So I was like, okay, well, now what? And so then it took me like a month to come up with the name and booze. But I was like, well, what are we doing? I was trying to think of like a fun, quirky thing. But I'm like, you're infusing your booze in booze. Cause million dollar name, million dollar idea. I love it. It's just, it's simple. But I was like, that's what we need, you know, something simple. And um, so then I just kind of started with three flavors and it was, so I started kind of playing around with things. It was like about April of 2018 and then in booze launched in October of that year. So I was just like, we'll see what happens. And um, I had to figure out, I was like, what's Etsy? I mean, I had obviously shopped on Etsy before, but I was like, how do I do this? And then I realized like the regulations and stuff like that, that I had to do with that. So I had to just kind of figure everything out really quickly, how to package things, how to make things, you know, food safe. And then I kind of ran with that. So that, it was like, what, what happens, you know, with this? We'll see what happens. Was Etsy yeah. the first thing you tried? It was like the, out of the gates. That was your first place? Yes. Yeah. So I didn't have my own website until this, like 
maybe about six months in. So yeah, I was just on Etsy. And then really, I didn't really do too much on there. I just had mostly local shows. So I did a little, little local like markets and things like that. Um, but then, yeah, the first the holiday season, I had a couple orders on Etsy. I was like, okay, that's kind of fun. Oh, so we'll see what we can do here, you know. It's the most perfect gift ever because it's so unique and so fun. And I love for you that it's consumable. Yes. And it's just easy to ship too, which I really love. And people like that too. It's cheap to ship and you can make gift baskets with it. And it's just one of those things. It's just very simple. Yeah. Was anyone else like in 2018, was anyone else doing that on Etsy? No. So there was one company that had like, they're in a mason jar. So they're still around. So that's probably my biggest competitor at this point. So they're in a mason jar. And um, there's actually, there's two now that are in glass containers that are like larger sellers that I have noticed around. There's other ones that are coming up too, but it seems like they don't really last as long. But the other two competitors- Hard work, man. It's- Yeah. (laughs) And we're finding that we're the only ones that are actually like doing it all. Like we're the only ones that are not buying pre-dehydrated fruit. As far as I've, with conversations that I've had, we're the only ones that actually have a kitchen that we're working out of that's actually slicing things and finding that, you know, we, because we get, we work with farms, we get all the produce, we slice it every week, dehydrate it and package. So we're doing everything. And I've noticed that a lot of people are just buying stuff and then putting it together in jars. So okay, it's kind of, I think that adds a little extra element for us because we are really handmade and we are really yes. knowing where our ingredients are coming from. I know the family from the cherry farm that we're working with. I know the apple farmers, you know, it's not like we're just like, oh, hey, that, let's, let's order 500 pounds of apples we know exactly where we're getting up from, which is kind of nice. Like for me personally, as a buyer, I would pick the handmade item every time. Like I would, especially yeah. because this is something that's so giftable, I would be picking yeah. that. And like that, that part of your brand story, it just adds magic to it. Like I, I, really I can't think, believe it that you're doing that. <laughs> yeah. No, I think a lot of people until we show our kitchen and stuff, they're like, Oh, we just didn't realize that you're doing it all. And I'm like, well, I can't show everything, but I can show you that we're making it. You know, it's just one of those things. I think it's really important to know where things are coming from. And just to support local, I think we're at this point supporting at least 18 local other businesses. So it's one of those things. Oh my like gosh. We, we are giving back also to the community just by doing what we're doing, you know, which is great. I love it. Okay. So Ashley, I want to just peel back a bit because that was the most epic, like, here's my story ever. You hit all of it. And I'm so excited. Um, can we talk about like, so the actual finished product that you sell is is different flavored dehydrated fruit that goes into infused infused into drinks that can be infused into drinks. Am I, yes. am I saying that right? Yeah. So it's basically like a large tea bag for your alcohol. That's the easiest way to explain it. So you put the dehydrated fruit in your alcohol and then let it sit for three days. And so it's a larger infusion. So you'll do two to three cups. And so that's where you know some people that you can put it in a mason or you can put it in a pitcher, but you just let it sit for three days and it rehydrates the fruit and adds all the flavor. So I, there's a lot of flavored alcohols out there, but you really don't know what you're drinking. So it's really nice, you know, okay, so this, you know, the strawberry margarita, you can see that there's limes in there. And as it rehydrates, you can see the actual fruit. And if you want to, you can eat all the fruit. There's nothing in the bag that you can't eat. Um, so you can see the strawberries, you can see the limes, you can see the oranges, but then it makes your alcohol this beautiful color. And you're like, oh, that's what's flavoring it. You know exactly what's in there, which I really like. Um, and once you start having cocktails made by booze, you're like, okay, so you can taste the real strawberries. You can taste the lime. It's not, and nothing artificial is, a, you know, sometimes you get like margaritas people are scared of because they've had bad tequila and bad mixers that make it sugary and like <laughs> give them this awful hangover. They're like, I can't do that again. But then they try a margarita from us and they're like, okay, that's what it's supposed to taste like, you know, from those things. Like, like, okay, I get it now. You just mix it. You can we add a thousand chemicals? This is the flavor. Yes. Yeah, that's what a strawberry really tastes like. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So it's just, but people just, or they're so used to all this stuff being pumped into their foods. It's just kind of crazy. It is crazy. And especially like the amount of sugar that we have no concept that we're, Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think you're right. It totally does contribute to hangovers or stomach upset. Like a lot of people get like a bad stomach ache. I have a question though. Like how would they work? Would they work in a non-alcoholic beverage? Like a, like a spritzer, like a seltzer or something kind of thing or. Yeah. So people do mocktails. You almost make like a concentrate. So you'll still do the three cups, but you'll do it in water. And so it's like, and then you still want to mix it with whatever mixer you'd want to. So say you're going to make the margarita, you'd still do like half of half the concentrate and then half of a mix. We like to do like a lime sparkling water with it, or you can do like seven up if you want, or so you still need some sort of bubbly to kind of make it less concentrated. Yeah. But I think, I think the mocktail movement has been really interesting and I love that you're like meeting that need as well. Cause I think 
you know, you have a, a gathering that you want to be like more dry, you know, that it's, it's just lovely that you could, you could have something like this to make it still feel yeah. like, I don't know. Cause we, 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 we make, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I love a glass of wine or a cocktail, but we make it so sexy. And I love for people yeah. who are choosing a dry lifestyle to also have really fun choices. So that right. makes me so happy. Yeah. Yeah. You're not like, Oh, here, here's some iced tea. Have fun with that. You know, like, it's like, Oh, this is actually pretty. And it's, fresh and yeah so we have a lot of people that use it for parties and everything like that just to have a mocktail option that's a little bit more elevated than just oh i'm totally thinking too like like think baby shower when mama can't it's like her party and she can't have a drink and i'm just like give the girl something more than a Lacroix. you know yes exactly yeah we do a lot of baby showers and we do a lot of um even weddings too we um that you know they want a real cocktail and then a mocktail and they have great options for both so that's another oh my gosh Okay, girl, we got to talk about how you've come up with this consumable product as well, because that is just like a whole different ball game. And you don't see that a lot on Etsy. I think a lot of times you see like the end product, and that's great. But the fact that it's going to create repeat orders for you. So um, obviously, there's the fun part of that being that people are going to reorder and it creates repeat customers. But like it, and you kind of touched on this at the beginning. Is there like a liability factor when it comes? And, and just for everyone right now to protect Ashley, like she is not an attorney. This is not legal advice. I'm just curious right. about her experience with it for educational purposes. What do you need to do in the sense of, of like protecting yourself and also taking care of your customer? Like that because they're eating it, they're consuming it. Exactly. Yeah. So we, um, let's see, where should I start? Oh, so first you need to get licensed. And so okay. every state has their own licensing. Um, since it's a dehydrated product, initially when I first started it, it's something called cottage law. So then under cottage law, you can make it in your house, but you have to have, you know, certain protocols. And then you have to have a certain label on the back saying this was not inspected. You kind of thing. Like this is a food wow. product that can be consumed, but it's not inspected by the health department. And if you don't have that label on there and someone catches you, you're in big trouble. Okay. So um, the cottage, that's the kind of the first umbrella you can do with dehydrated fruit. And if you are making like dehydrated, like jerky, you cannot do it. That's a totally different whole ballgame. But so you always have to look up your regulations for your state. Every state can be different for their cottage laws. And then um, after that, then you can get licensed. So that was my biggest first hurdle was like, okay, well, how, where do I go to find a commercial kitchen that I can work out of? And how do I get licensed? So then you have to ask all sorts of people, all sorts of questions and wait around um, for exactly what you have to fill out. But once you find a commercial spot, it's really important to have that licensing as soon as you can. So you have like a health instructor come in and they watch you do what you're doing and make sure you're doing everything properly. And so they check the temperature of all your sinks. They check all your sanitizer. They check everything and they make sure that you're doing it properly. And when you do get it passed, then you get this certificate that you get every year. So they can pop in whenever they want to, which is something that I really enjoy. Like, I'm like, okay, like, because we... We do everything the same every day. So it's nice to know that they can pop in anytime and we're fine. We have everything that we need. Um, Initially, when I was working out of somebody else's kitchen, um, that was a little different because they had their licensing. I had my own kind of, it was kind of a different thing. But now that I have my own kitchen, it's nice. Um, Everything is under my rule. You know, like I have the protocols and all the checklists and everything that we have to do every day. So I make sure everything is in line. Um, But that's something that not everybody does. So not everybody is going to, do the research they need to and they're like oh i can totally sell a food product especially i've seen a lot of like jams and things like that and like you're not really supposed to be selling that here like especially if it has honey in it or something you have to really be careful with food because like you said someone could get sick someone can consume it and it could be really bad um so i think there you really if you are buying a food product online you really want to make sure that they are using the right practices because you just never know or like if someone is in their house and who knows if they have pets you know it's just kind of a whole another layer that you don't even want to think about you know you're like Uh, it's the reason we don't eat at like a potluck yes (laughs) exactly if you really think about it you don't eat at a potluck (laughs) yeah you don't want to know what's happening yeah so it's one of those things like you want to make sure that people are going to feel comfortable you know consuming your product and then there's obviously all the insurance that's behind it too so you want to have liability insurance and then we just keep really good records of okay so this is where we're buying these oranges or this is where we're buying these apples from just in case there is some sort of recall we know exactly what ones we use if we would ever have to recall some of our products although it is a little different since we are dehydrating everything it's really can't it's since we were washing and clean, it's, it's one of those things that's kind of different because recalls are usually for if you're consuming a raw product kind of thing, okay. but just in case there is ever anything, we do have that all documented, but we haven't run into that so far, knock on wood, but 
Yeah, no, that's good. It, it, it seems like so there's like there's there's the ongoing just like making sure that everything is of the quality it needs to be and that ever, all the processes are like clean. But it sounds like mostly it's up front with this. You're doing a lot of the legwork up front to understand what the rules are to get, yes. you know, to get the licensing and inspection and all that. No, that's so that's so interesting. And I really appreciate your like that's so different for me having made like signs, you know, like that's yeah. just such a, yeah. but you have the potential to make a lot more money, but you know, than I do because in that business, because again, you've got the consumable product. The fact that you've done something so innovative just means you're going to attract a much bigger crowd. So like, yeah, you've got to go through some extra hoops for sure. But like, I think totally yeah. worth it. But then it, since it is handmade, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, how much, how quickly can we scale and still keep everything where we are because you can do things like co-packers where they can dehydrate things for you and do that. But then I found that they don't have the same equipment that we do because we have the commercial equipment. So they're, they, they don't even have what we have. So it's like, why would I hire them? You know, it's one of those <laughs> things it's like almost need like just to, if we want to crank up things, we just have to kind of figure out our, our production schedule at this point because, or we just have to say like, Hey, we need a, a three month window to, do this versus, oh, we can get that to you next week. So it's one of those things. Scaling is a little bit tricky. Um, we're, we've definitely covered the first big hurdle for scaling, but if we want, if we get into even larger retailers, it would be something that we'd really have to figure out. Well, and I can't imagine like catering could be fascinating, but like, I mean, like what if you did a convention, you know what I mean? Or like yeah. You did all the gifts for, uh, for all of the attendees of a convention. Like it could yes. get really exciting, but I also, I'm just like, I mean, right. what's what kind of shelf life can you can you have with a dehydrated product? Um, so it's a two year shelf life. That's I mean, it really cannot go bad. Uh, so some people like my mom has one of the original ones, and she's like, I can still. I'm like, it, you can. It's fine. But I just say two years for ultimate. Like, just make sure it's yeah. the freshest it could be. And yeah. um, but really, yeah, it doesn't go bad, which is really nice. And people really like that too because it's like, okay, if stores they know they don't have to sell it within two months. You know, they have a little bit of more wiggle room if they buy something during the holidays. They have a little wiggle room, um, and everything's stamped right on the back. But um, yeah, it's one of those things. But usually, the minute that we dehydrate it, it gets packaged, so we okay. don't have too much just sitting on the shelf. So like, we just kind of get it packaged. So we dehydrate to package at this point. That is, I'm completely in awe. I, I like want to come visit. I like need to make a trip out to Michigan. That'd be so fun yes. to see. Yes. I know a lot of um, people want to see to have tours. I'm like, yeah, you can come back here. It's fine. Just know it's a little bit chaotic. <laughs> like sometimes it's, especially because we have like our uh, laser printer too. So we're like lasering things and we're doing all sorts of stuff. Like don't expect a, don't expect a super sexy setup. That was the thing too. Yeah. Everyone wanted to see my studio and I'm like, my studio is a nightmare. Like, you know, yes. yeah. You know? yeah. Our packing area sometimes too. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. Like, now you can see it from the cash register at the gift shop. I'm like, okay, I have to keep at least this side of it looking pretty decent. But the other side is like chaos. Yeah. It was not cute. I think like, you know, you see on Pinterest those beautiful craft rooms or those beautiful right. kitchens. And I'm like, they're not using them. Or they're, yeah, like, that they're, means not they're not using it. For commercial purposes. Like for- right. Yeah, <laughs> they don't have nice. chaos. They're just like, I'm going to cricket today if I want to. It's not like I have to get this done now. Yeah. It's a lot. I had to really like work. I almost needed therapy about being so embarrassed about the condition of my room. It's like, it's a whole thing. Yeah, um, really but I was going to say, I, I'm always teaching my students that it's like great to have a unique product, like something that is not out there, but there's, there's a factor like in the beginning kind of we talked about, unless nobody's searching for it, which is potentially why right. it was maybe a little slow for you in the beginning. But like, how did you, how did you strike that balance in the beginning of building your business? Because like, I know, and I'm really excited to get to, we'll get to here in a minute to like when your business really blew up. But I'm just curious, like in the beginning, like how did you create, you basically had to create a market for this. Yes. And it is one of those things that a lot of people, even still to this day, people are like, I don't get it. And for me, I think it's so simple, but, and that's why I kind of started the whole, it's a tea bag for your alcohol, but people are like, oh, so you infuse it in water and then you put it in alcohol. I'm like, no, it's, you're infusing your alcohol. It's in booze, you know? So like just the whole process is uh, kind of confusing for people. So I do have a lot of, uh, we do a lot of videos about how it works. And like, if for any sort of event I'm at, I have the postcard where this is how it works. A, B, C, like steps oh, one, two, cool. three, like just all the visuals, like any, like, so I can tell you, you can see it, just all the different ways to, to um, kind of explain how it works. But I really do think that doing more videos has helped. So in the beginning, we just share pictures of drinks and people are like, oh, that's pretty, but how do I do it? And so then like, okay, we need videos. And that's where it really came in to okay so we have to really explain things and then also people are like okay so I made this but what else can I do with it so then I like, okay so now you have to figure out all the different ways you can make this 
berry lavender lemonade or this sangria. So then we do a lot of just different ways to use it, which is nice, but it's just, it's a lot of explaining for people sure, and making sure the listings on Etsy, people, okay, even if you can answer all the questions, people will still message me like, so how many kits are in there? I'm like, well, you get one large infusion bag. You know, people think that since I say eight to 10 cocktails, you're getting eight to 10 little bags, you know? And so just all the, the words and the videos, you just really have to explain as much as you can. You're using all of those pictures on your Etsy listing. Do you use the Etsy listing video too, to show like the process or? Yes. Yeah. And then some of the newer ones will actually show because people are like, oh, that was bigger. So we're trying to show like, okay, this is me holding this up. Or, you know, I'm trying to do, we're (laughs) actually revamping all the videos right now because I'm like, okay, we have that one, but people are still asking questions. So we need more. I actually wish that they would let you do more than one video because that would be really nice. So I have a question for you. Can I be your coach? Since 2012, I've been working with business owners in all different walks of life and helping them figure out how to grow their businesses, develop themselves, work through fears and challenges, launch a new idea, or create a very fresh vision for their life. One of my core strengths is generating ideas and casting vision on a project, and I would just love to do that for you. Whether you need coaching for your Etsy shop or a completely different business project, I'm here to partner with you for breakthrough and brainstorm brilliant strategies with you. My experience in everything from corporate America to network marketing to consulting, web design, blogging, Etsy, Shopify, social media management, and now course creation and podcasting has given me quite the breadth of knowledge to help my fellow entrepreneur. And I would be totally delighted to work with you. You can book a coaching session over at howtosellyourstuff.com or shoot me an email at lizziesmiley at yahoo.com and we'll find out if we'd be a good fit. I cannot wait to meet you and hear what you're dreaming about. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think through because I know you can you can turn a you can use a live photo as a video, but that's the exact opposite of what you need. That's like for someone who doesn't want to do the video, but like you really need the video situation. That is so so that's this is something I love to teach about because in my experience with Etsy, most customers don't go necessarily looking in the listing description unless they're really curious. They're scanning yeah. through the photo gallery. <laughs> so Exactly. Yeah. If you're not answering the questions, and especially something like your product where there's gonna be a lot of questions, you really have to think through creatively how you paint that yes. picture. Yeah. And it is hard. Yeah. The keywords also though, it's just one of those things. It's like, so if nobody's searching for an infusion kit, like what do I put that people will be searching? And you don't, you don't want to do something generic like gifts for her because no. it's going to get lost in the shuffle. So it's like, you have to really think about, okay. How could, <laughs> Alcohol <what>? lover gift. <laughs> right. Yeah. Boozy gifts. Yeah. Gifts for wine lovers. Yeah. Just all that. Yeah. I wish I would get a little bit more analytics back for that though. They give you some, but it's nice. I wish I had like all of, okay. So how did this person, what did this order? what made them order this you know like how did they search it there's a little more did you see that beta thing they have in there now and under the marketing tab they have like that beta and I don't know if it's very accurate but I have found it really interesting I'm like oh people are finding me from search phrases I wasn't expecting right yeah yeah I have I need to sit down and really look at it more but yeah I really do like that they are trying to do more for us with the analytics because sometimes there'll be like a four-day delay or I'm like I don't know what's happening but something happened you know (laughs) Yeah, hopefully they fix that a little bit. Helps me. I think it'll just keep getting better. I don't. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm not super loving the new seller app. I'm trying to no. get used to it, but it's a little buggy right now. Yeah, it's really bad. I don't but like yeah, I like to live just like in the stats tab. But um, yeah. okay. But here's this is so cool too about you. So I get questions a lot about gift baskets on Etsy because you're just, like most people do it wrong. They break all the rules and they get in trouble. And yeah. so this, I was just like, okay, we're talking to Ashley about this because she's actually doing it right. Um. It's one of your main, it's one of your main bestsellers is like gift baskets. I love it. So share a bit about like from your experience, like Etsy's requirement of a gift basket and how you're, how you've streamed that into your business. Yeah. So it took me a while because I really was trying to make it perfect. And I was like, okay, I don't know how I'm going to do gift baskets. And then finally, I think it was two holiday seasons ago. I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to get this right. And so I'm like, what do people really want in a gift basket? But it's not like you can just go buy 
you know, you really have to be careful what you're putting in it. You can't just buy all this random stuff that someone else is making no. and then put it in there and sell it. It has and to so, all be handmade by you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I can do, um, if I wholesale like shakers, I can do like the shakers, but otherwise like we are making the cups with the cricket or now we do, um, we're etching them. But so yeah, it has to be something that is made. Yeah. So it, initially we had the cup and then a little shot glass because we could do the shot glass and then the kits and then we incorporated our cocktail salts and then our garnishes so now we have more of our product in it but you do really have to make sure that it is yeah something that is you can't just get all this like licensed stuff and throw it in there you know right. even though it looks pretty you can't do it yeah. so, no diaper cakes to, with like yes. the, all the johnson john you know <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and so it's one of those things it's like you really have to think okay so what would somebody want with a cocktail gift set and then what how can i make that happen without having all this other stuff in it but yeah i was it was nice to be able to used to have like the little shot glass in there that's one thing that's kind of nice to have like just, just for pouring it and things like that yes how yeah. did you find that out like where can people look to learn more about what they can and can't do are there some more detailed and inst- like instructions on etsy's website there's really not, you really have to dig in and like i was just asking a lot of people and okay. apparently i just had the right person from etsy that i could I just happen to ask i was like okay so what's the deal with this and then they kind of just told me but it was one of those things it's like why don't you have this in your help? It's like, it's really hard to find certain things sometimes. It's kind of frustrating. I agree. Um, it's when we need each other, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And like, who do you, if you ask in a group, you don't really know, can I trust this person? Oh yeah. Don't opinion? trust a group ever, ever. <laughs> go to Etsy help. Like go talk to a person, yes. like go through their, their. Yeah. I was going to say go through their help. It's kind of hard to get someone sometimes, but the chat. Yes. Yeah. The contact. Yeah. Yeah. But it was one of those things. And I still see stuff on there. I'm like, how is this okay to be sold on here? Uh-uh. It was, yeah. it's not gonna last exactly, uh, yeah. it's yeah okay well i love that and is that i think though that like what's amazing is if you look at the stats tons of people are searching for gift baskets like yes. customers want them so is that yes. been a big seller for you is to be able to put that together yeah it's really funny because it was like the ones that i thought would be most popular are not and like the hmm. margarita one is just insane like we even today i was like how do we have five margarita it's not even cinco de mayo like why are people ordering all these gift baskets but if you put the right tags on there so like gifts for mom gifts for her i like the corporate aspect of it too so we get a lot of people ordering gifts for oh. their for like employees and it's nice because you can ship it it's there's not alcohol in there but it's something fun for their employee that will it's like a morale kind of thing. Like, oh, have a drink at home later, you know, kind of thing. So it's one of those things where you can get away with expensing it because there's not alcohol with it. So we do a lot of like, so I make sure that there's like unique corporate gift and, and the tagging or just um, fun work gift back, you know, kind of those kind of things. Or virtual happy hour, we do a lot of those. So then they'll send like a cup and a kit with to their employees. And it's a nice workaround for the corporate world too. So that's a whole so other brilliant. Thing. Like you're just busting all of these ceilings. Like, you know, typically we think, uh, you know, everyone tries to find a way, hopefully to position their product as a gift. But the fact that you can do like corporate, the fact that you can do catering and events, the fact that you can do this larger scale stuff is so, you're so smart, Ashley. Thank you. You're so smart. I love <laughs> it. Okay. You. I have been waiting for this. This is my favorite part of this whole thing. I want to talk about how you blew up. Okay. I want to talk yes. about this, the story. It's okay. all great, but like the story, tell us what happened in 2020. Yes. So at that point I was, um, you know, mostly doing shows, you know, I was still on Etsy. I actually almost was like, Oh, do I, cause I had my own website. And I was like, do I still need Etsy? And so like the, after that holiday season, the beginning of 2020, I'm like, well, maybe I'll scale back on Etsy a little bit. Cause you just never, I might as well just focus on my, cause everyone's like, you should have to have everything on your website. People just yeah. tell you this. Yeah. And I really appreciate Etsy for what they offer for their searchability and their visibility. So I'm so glad I stayed on there. But then, so when everything hit in March of 2020, I was like, okay, so all my shows for the year, cause you pretty much plan everything in January. I had, I think it was at least 18 or 20 shows planned out for the whole year. And I was just, okay, that's going to be my year. You know, I was trying to, go to Chicago and do a lot more things. And then I think it was the first week in March or maybe the second week. It was like right before everything shut down, I was in Chicago. I was like, something is going on. Like it was a Sunday and I was like, this is, there's, I'm hearing things. And I'm like, what's, this is like, there's just a weird vibe in the air. And I was like, I know you kept hearing, you know, of course, everyone's like, what's happening in the world? You know, you would hear all this stuff, but you don't really know what quite is happening in the US. And so yes. it was that Sunday I got home from Chicago and I think everything was shut down by that Friday. So it's one of those things I was just like, it was that week was just crazy. But you just kept hearing. Remember, it was just like all these whispers. whispers. Nobody knew what was happening. 
And so once all that happened, I mean, we have four kids at home. So oh. the the initial part of it, we were like, okay, so now we got to go figure out how to do, wait, how do we get groceries? How are we homeschooling? How are we doing this? But then all my shows were canceled. So I'm like, this might be it for a moose. If I can't do shows, I don't know if people are going to be selling or buying things online. If everybody's like freaking out, who knows? And it, luckily I did have that show in Chicago. So I had made a ton of inventory and I had it at home. So I was like, okay. And at that point I didn't have my my storefront or anything. So I just, this was the office I was in. I was like, okay, so we do have some stuff. So if people want to buy it, I don't, cause I didn't know if I could go to my kitchen and work. Cause I didn't know what the protocol would be with that. Cause it was with somebody else at that point. And so I was like, okay, we'll see. So the first couple of weeks, it was just more us figuring out life, you know? Yes. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, what's this? I heard the word like virtual happy hour. It's like, oh yeah, I guess that's kind of cool. You know, everyone's connecting through Zoom. Okay, that's kind of fun. And so then I was like, well, let's just change up some keywords. Well, we're going to see what's happening. And so then I was like, okay, we'll do virtual happy hour because this is a great happy hour thing. You could, I can ship it to them and they can just drink at home. And so I added that and I just added just like some other, I can't remember what the other keywords were, but I was like, well, let's just see what happens on Etsy. And then we started to get a few more orders. And then the very end of April, it just it was like, we, somebody, they, they messaged like, oh, hey, we're doing a Cinco de Mayo thing. Um, do you have 500 kits that you can send out? Oh. Excuse me? Uh, oh. What? No. <laughs> Who are you? What? <laughs> and so then at that point, I was like, maybe I could figure out. But then the grocery stores are pretty much closed. I'm like, I can't, where am I, how am I going to get stuff to dehydrate? I was just, at that mind, I, I didn't. I, at that point, I was just like, what do I do? Like, I can't even imagine how I would get this done. And at that I didn't have any employees. I didn't have anything. It was just me. And so I was able to get into the kitchen for three days in a row. So I just got whatever I could from Aldi. Like, because my I used to get it from, like, this big distribution center. That was close. So I had to go to Aldi, I as many bags of oranges as I could get, and all the stuff I could make. So I'm like, okay, well, at least I can make these three flavors. And so then <laughs> There's I just people watching you check out Ashley being like, I know. well, she's going to have her vitamin C. I know. What is happening? The apples and oranges? Are you that paranoid? I know. People have no – they're like – I get questions all the time. Even today we were buying blackberries because they're on sale, and people are like – are you making jam? I'm like, oh yeah, totally. I'm making jam. Yeah, I'm like, I'm making jam. yeah, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, people are probably like, what is happening? So I was, had those three days. I just did as much as I could and I was able to get that one order out, but I was like, okay, now what? And then um, Dana, the trendsetter from Etsy happened to just share it. I didn't even know she ordered. I didn't really know who she was before she ordered and she shared it on her Instagram stories and then it just like blew up and I was like, okay, um, what is this? Like, I'm like, I didn't know how it was being found. And so then at that point, we would just have three flavors. Give you a heads up when they do that. You know, I like, know. could you they shoot, really my, shoot me a DM, slide into my DMs for a second. Right. Like, know. I love this. Like, they should say, like, I love this. I'm just going to share it. Like, yeah. just that would be so helpful. Just, just so you know, because you just never know who's ordering. Because it is really, Etsy is a platform where people are searching for unique things. And you just never know who's going to find you. And it's just one of those things. You're just like, okay. Um, so then it just kept kind of snowballing and I finally was able to find somebody that I could like kind of quarantine with and she could help me. And so at that point I had two employees or just me and another Ooh, person. Yeah. yeah there, so then we would kind of have, okay, we're going to work for six hours today. But then the other company had, they made salsa. So they would have to we'd kind of have to like flip the kitchen and so they could work. So I would work during the day and then they work at night and we just kind of would get done whatever we could. But then we were having our packaging printed and then the, of course the printer wasn't open because we yeah. had the closing. So then I had to go back to using stickers like I used to, but then I ran out of stickers. It was just this whole thing where it's like yes. things were snowballing, but I couldn't have anything. I couldn't, all my packaging was out. All of the, um, like the bubble mailers weren't available. So it's just one of these things like, oh yes, I made this, but then there'd be a hurdle to cover again. So it was one of those things. It was so stressful. It was really exciting because we were, it, it was blowing up, but also I was like, okay, like this is insane. Oh, so my dog is barking. Sorry. Um, that is, we're used to that around here. <laughs> why are you whining? It's such um, a cute little yip. Like what kind of dog do you have? Um, It's a pug and French bulldog mix. No um, way. Wait, what do yeah. you call that? There's got to be some designer name I for know, that. I think it's called like a, it's a, a frog. I don't know. It's <laughs> like, he looks mostly like a French bulldog. He's like, but I don't know. I think it is like a frog or a frog. I don't know. Wait, I gotta look I, that up. That is, yes. that is amazing. He is very annoying, but I love, we love him, but we're not used to small dogs. We used to have a huge lab. So this is different for us. So then once things started snowballing, 
I think by the summer, we were finally able to get some produce. And we were kind of like starting to get at least some things available to us. And then we found the kitchen. I know I'm like trying trying to think of the timeline now, you know. And then I wasn't really happy with the kitchen that because it was like 40 minutes away. So driving back and forth to the kitchen that we were going to, I was like, okay, this is too much. And then I was just looking like, there has to be something locally. You know, we can find something. And then I just happened to find the spot that I'm at now. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. Then I had to figure out how to build the kitchen. It was just all these things. Like 2020 was just chaos for us just because it's like trying to do all these things with not everything was available. And like trying to find a contractor that would could build a kitchen and a warehouse for us. Oh, and everyone's like, doing renovations. Yes. Yeah. So we had one person that gave us this crazy quote. We're like, are you kidding me right now? And then then we found somebody, but then just getting the wood that we needed and getting the floor, like the, the certain seal for the floor that we needed. But we finally were at least getting, we were able to roll out the construction. So that took about like two and a half months. So in the meantime, we were able to produce in the old kitchen style. But then it was just all these things like, okay, we should probably buy some more dehydrators because we're burning out these itty bitty ones that we got at Cabela's, you know, like we didn't have the commercial ones at that point. And like they'd stop working. And it was just one of those things like, okay, just cranking up. We had to figure out how to scale quickly during a pandemic, which was a lot. <laughs> like just, uh, and then researching, okay, how do I get licensed right now? How are they going to come here? Like, are they available? Are they open? And just all of these things. Uh, but finally, by the end of October of that year, we're like, okay, we could move in by November. And then that first week in November, I walked in and I was like, oh, let's do some shipping. And both my websites were sold out. And I kind of turned off my alerts because I was like, oh, you know, like, you don't need to hear the ching, you know, all that. But then I was like, what happened overnight? I just happened to not check my phone somehow. And I was like, what? Okay, so what's going on? I had no idea. And so I think... Probably by the end of the day, someone's like, I saw you on Oprah's website. And I was like, excuse me? And that was when we were on Oprah's stocking stuffers list. So it was like an under 20 gift. And they didn't warn us. And I think they said they found it from Etsy. But I was like, could you have told me? Like, Could you have said that you're going to say something about spicy margarita? Because pineapples are not easy to find right now. That's the end of spicy margarita. I was like, okay. And so it was completely cleared out. And so I think that that one day we sold 2,500 products, which was absolutely, and we'd never had anything like that. We obviously didn't have that inventory. And so right away, I left things sold up, but then I had to bump up our shipping to a month because I was like, we have to figure out how to get this packaging made and all this stuff. Like we had enough, or we had enough packaging. I don't know. It was something where we just had, we needed obviously time to get these cranked out. And then it just... People would get mad, like, oh, where's my order? I need it for Christmas. And it's the beginning of November. Like, we'll get it to you. But then at that point, it just kept getting spreading and spreading. And more people were asking for more things. And then we had, like, um, I think it was Google was looking for, like, their virtual happy hour for all their employees. Like, can you do this? I was like, all your employees? Like, or is this regional? Like, how many are you talking about? And so then a lot of people at the end of the year are always looking to spend that extra money for their different funds and so like oh well we'll just take this money I was like we can't do that you know we can't and you have to start saying no to things that you'd love to do because it's just not available like if you want to do it in February we could get it done by then but like right now we are just in this climbing uphill like this snow pile of things it was just it was a lot to handle but it was amazing I'm very grateful for it but it's one of those things just like you can't expect this ever happen you know Are you ready to start building your social media presence to help market your Etsy products, but not quite sure where to start? I am so excited to tell you guys about the social media membership that I'm a part of called Julie's Biz Boutique. My friend, Julie Oxendine, started out selling wreaths on Etsy and has built a monster of a social media presence of over 1 million followers who buy her products, her tutorials, and her courses. She is the queen of Etsy social media coaches, and I cannot recommend her more highly. She's also so relatable and genuinely interested in helping you grow, which is just my kind of gal. Her monthly membership will keep you up to date on how to best leverage all of the platforms with their ever-changing algorithms (laughs) and connect you with a wonderful community of like-minded makers. As a member, you will also get immediate access to Julie's library of over 100 training videos on everything from Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Etsy, and even more. I could keep going on. It's the best bang for your buck that you can get to learn so much about social media and find the inspiration and help you need to start growing your following. 
fun little secret too. I got to plug this in. Julie's membership only opens to the public for new members a couple times a year, but since she loves us so much, we get special treatment and you can join us right now. So just go to howtosellyourstuff.com forward slash Julie to learn more and get enrolled today. Once again, that is howtosellyourstuff.com forward slash Julie. And I can't wait to hang out with you there. The way you so casually threw it. Yeah, like, you know, Oprah just, you know, shared my- <laughs> Google just just wanted my come on that's insane. insane yeah it's one of those things where you when you're in it you don't have time to like realize what's happening kind of yeah like I knew it was really big and exciting but I didn't have like other people were excited for me but I was just like I can't <laughs> even think I'm sleeping at work right now yes. I'm getting like maybe five hours of sleep if I can on a futon and then I have to get right back up and we had like these just Big, like those huge trash cans we just bought to put mail in so we could get it to the post office and they'd pick up with their semi kind of thing. It was just this crazy situation. And we were just all just on a treadmill, just running. And then we had the kids still. So the kids are still trying to yeah. learn homeschool. So they would bring them to work with me. I'm like, I, you're fine, whatever. Like just, it was one of those things where just like nobody could help us. There's like, we just had so much going on that we could ha- have help with shipping, but there's only so much you can trust people to do. Like, and not make mistakes with shipping and all this stuff. So it's just, it was a lot. That is a lot, a lot, a lot. Did that, and how all that went down, did it change how you planned for like the next holiday season? Oh, yes, for sure. And even just our systems that we had in place. So Yeah, what did you learn? Um, I'm so curious. For sure, we had to have a bigger kitchen. So like we, we, okay. they were building the kitchen and I knew that I'd eventually need more equipment, but we needed it like now. So like yeah. we ended up getting five dehydrat- little dehydrators from Cabela's, but then we kept blowing fuses and we had needed electrical work. So finally it was a point where we were kind of like, okay, so what can these commercial uh, dehydrators do? You know, so like we found one, we're like, oh, this is awesome. But then we need to get more electrical work to get a second one in. But it's one of these things like, Okay, we can buy this this month and the next month, you know, we kind of had to pace it a little bit to make it work for us kind of thing. It was just one of those things where, okay, okay, now we have the dehydrators. Now what can we do about the packaging issues? And then what, and then at that point, our packaging was stuck like somewhere off of a port somewhere where we couldn't find, you know, there's one where the port issues where things were stuck for five months. So we had that. And so it was just, we were trying to find things that could work. It was just everything was just like, like, can we just have one thing work right for a month? You know, there's all these ups and downs, but it was, it really, you learn a lot because you just have to make it happen. And then moving forward, I was like, okay, so what can we, we know our top three flavors. We can make sure we have a ton of those and then maybe just have drop things. Like we'd have to close the website for a minute and then, okay, we're going to re-release things at noon on Sunday. This is when you can order and that's all we have for right now. And then some people would be waiting and they'd have like their alarm set just to reorder. And oh I was like, okay, gosh. this is just crazy, you know? So then for the next year, for sure, we pretty much started getting ready for the holidays in July. We just started <laughs> cranking up the inventory because we had the warehouse at this point. So we're like, okay, so let's make sure we always have this amount of this flavor, this amount of that flavor, and just started cranking them out as much as we could. And that really saved us for the next year because we're like, oh my gosh, this is what it's like to actually kind of have the inventory ready. Like, this is so nice. Like, it was still chaos, but at least we were like not struggling on that whole production side of it, you know? So it's just those things. And so even now, right in May, right now, we know that we need to start getting ready. Like what flavors are we going to release in July or for wholesale? Cause that's a whole nother beast too. the wholesale aspect of it. Um, so we just, we we're always planning ahead. I always feel like I'm a couple of seasons ahead because I'm like, wait, Oh yeah, it is summer now, but for <laughs> and I'm on the holidays right it's now. Christmas right? for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's one of these things we're like, okay. So just the, having the planning ahead mindset really, really helps, but it's also like, okay, you can't prepare. Like who knows? Like right now, if the holiday season is going to be the same as last year or the year before. So you just right. know. Yeah. You know what though? I'm sitting here thinking like what a unique set of skills that you have now because of what you, what you had to navigate through and the constant yeah. pivoting. Not that you have time for any of this, but you'd make a, an amazing consultant. I was, I know a lot of people have asked me about that or just even like starting wholesale, like how do you do that? You know, kind of all these different things that I could help with. But yeah, it's like, yeah, let's just add that. But I do love helping people whenever I can. It's just, I don't always have enough time to help them the whole time, you know? But yeah, Of course, I'm just thinking, I'm like, if that ever happened to me, I'd be like, okay, Ashley, how much do I need to pay you by the hour to get like two hours of consulting and tell me what to do? Because 
Yeah, what a unique just, skill set. Yeah, and it's just something you have to learn if you're in. Like it's, I don't think you can really teach that. You know, it's just like one of these things that you kind of have to learn as you go, which is insane. To, yes, and hopefully have somebody who's been at least some knowledge of it. Do you have a couple of tips for um, sellers for like just, just a couple you could rattle off for like managing a rush or for if they want to move into wholesaling, just a couple of little sweet points you've learned? Yeah, um, for sure. I would say um, be honest with the customers. So don't <laughs> say that you can ship something out in three days when you know it's going to be a good week. Or just I feel like people are starting to get I've had even just me ordering on Etsy. I've noticed that. Okay, where's my order? And then you're like, is this a legit seller? You know, like you, you want to make it yeah. seem like you're a legit and honest seller. I feel like that's one of the biggest thing. Like, just make sure that people know, hey, I'm making this. It's going to take two weeks to ship out. Just so people have that mindset and they can't get mad at you. Like, hey, like, where is my order? You know, I think that's the biggest thing. Just I even like or make sure that your your pictures are accurate. And like, this is what you're really selling, or this is the size of what you're selling. Have the good descriptions in there and just make sure that you're really staying on top of your messages and just being as honest as you can. Cause I feel like there are a lot of people that are kind of scared to shop on Etsy because they're like, Oh yeah, that never came. Or this came from, you know, two months later and I forgot about it. You know, it's just one of those things that I think it's starting to get a bad rep because there are so many kind of sketchy people on there. Mm-hmm. So just really like kind of, I always look on social media too, to see if they really are, you know, a person that's, Oh, this is really cool. I love these signs. Oh, they have a great Etsy page. And I make sure I follow, I try to interact with them and just kind of make it just feel it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. What that's else. so interesting. I think that that integrity piece, that's really important to me as well. But yeah. um, I, you know, I think people are like scared, like if I say no, or if I, like maybe, maybe it'll just work out. And I have had the same experience as you, Ashley, is if I just tell them upfront, like as soon as I know, I just like take a deep breath and I just like let them know what the issue is. Yeah. People typically are very understanding. What they don't yeah. like is being blindsided. Yes. Or when you're not, you're, when you're being dishonest about something, you know, like I feel like, yeah, like when we were in that rush, you know, at the, the initial day, I was like, well, our shipping says one week, but I know that's not going to happen for half of these people, at least. So then yeah. I made sure I was like, we had to go through though. We're like, okay, here's, we got to say. Um, okay, just letting you know, we got an inundated with orders. Yes. We weren't expecting it. Thank you, Oprah. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, you're so important, Dawson. We're going to get it to you. We just need a yes. little more time. <laughs> yes. You're going to love it when you get it. I promise. Yeah. But then it's, you know, you have the other aspect that people are like, oh, I don't care. You said it's going to be, and then people yelling. And so then I had to take somebody just, someone else had to take over the email and the messages because that was, it was so hard because I'm like, I am sitting here barely sleeping, you know, yeah. doing all the things. And then you guys are going to come and yell at me about this. Like I'm being as honest as I can about this to you guys. And to say that, oh, well, we, this is taking forever. You know, I'm like, oh my gosh, seriously, like, ugh, it's a lot. That was so smart though, because when you're in that kind of a season, you only have so much capacity and yeah. having the hard words takes a lot. And then having to constantly like pivot and problem solve takes a lot. Um, but I think it just also comes down to, we have to get really, and that's why it's maybe better to delegate, get kind of emotional about it. And it's just like, I'm so sorry, you're disappointed. I would be more than happy to either refund and cancel your your order, or this is when you can actually expect it. You know what I mean? And then yeah. just, that's all I can do. Like, yeah. honestly, like what? I'm not flying to your doorstep with it right now. Or so not that we there was that, also the like, mail at that point too, where oh. the mail was losing everything too. So I'd finally get it out and then it would be lost in space somewhere, you know? So that was a whole yeah. other thing too. It's like, please don't yell at me. I will totally cancel your order because I'm not going to, I had also do like, okay, this, you don't talk to someone this way. So I had a right. thing in there. Like, if you're going to send me a message, that's very rude. I don't have to, I, I will just cancel your order because I don't have to respond to you yelling at me for no reason kind of thing. Where did you put like, that in your shop announcement? Yes. Yeah. And then also, um, I think I had the automatic response. It was a little different back then, but I think there was an automatic response just saying, Hey, we will get to this message as soon as you can. If you are being rude, just know that we, you have, we're going to cancel your order. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Please do not. Too swear. bad you've already sent yes. it. This is an auto reply, but yes. just <laughs> Right. Yeah. I, I can see it now. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, the whole mail thing too. That was another whole thing that we were dealing with too. So just people, some people got their December orders. I think it was up to April. I was like, Oh, oh my goodness. Crazy. Yeah. Just insane. I will say, I don't feel like the mail's even totally recovered. We still have oh, no. some issues. It's been sad. Yeah. I don't. And I'm always just like, Oh, we'll see. Especially at like international ones. Or even to Canada. Oh, forget it. Like, oh, yeah. It's scary. 
And then oh, what was, there's another tip. I was, oh, about wholesale. I think just knowing when you're ready, like don't push okay. it. I know a lot of people are just like, oh, you know, I think I could totally do that. Like, it'll be so fun to be in stores and do this. But you need to make sure that you can actually produce something at the level that they're looking for. And then also in the quantity that people are going to look for. So if you want to get on like fair or something like that, you just really need to make sure that you're going to, because it's not just like little mom and pop shops on there. There's like some big boutiques that are on there that are really looking for a certain quality. And even just ordering for our gift shop now, I've noticed, you know, some people say that this is a certain thing and I'm like, the quality is not there and it's kind of disappointing. So if you're not honest, like with anything else, you know, it's just one of those things. It's just like, I love that you're making this by hand, but if it's not going to be a certain quality that you're showing, it's not really fair. It's not. And consistency, like the reliability of it. Yeah. Yeah, especially I've noticed a lot with like just like the sublimation or the cricket. Like I have, I can do all those things. So I know how it works, but also I know the quality of things. So it's like, I know if you're using like some vinyl that's, you know, going to wash off right away or all this. It's just one of those things you, that's great for Etsy, but it's not really good for a store. A store not like, at all. Yeah. So it's one of those things. It's like you have to really think, like, is this something I want for my business? It's hard though. I mean, I'm hoping that people are already thinking that through because you're making less like you've got to be you've got to be in the quantity game. Yes. And you have to know your pricing. So you can't because you're not going to get full price for a wholesale order too. yeah, people need to really know their 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 numbers. Okay, I think that's so helpful. So, okay, so the, the great thing about when this is airing is that we are just a little less than a month out from 4th of July. And so I'm already thinking we um we spend our summers in Wisconsin. We have a lake house up there. Oh, fun. And we always have a huge blowout for 4th of July. I think we're having some family come to town too. So I need to get into your shop and order some stuff so that we can have an extra special 4th of July. But but I want to share that with the audience too. So can you please tell us where we can find you, where we can follow, where we can support, where we can, the best places to buy. Um, Because I'm sure there are other people having the same thought. They're just like, I absolutely need an infused cocktail for 4th of July. Or spring or whatever. (laughs) Yes, for summer at all, like even like the boats, all the stuff. Um, Yeah, so you can shop on, it's just imbooze.com. And we do have some of our our gift shop items on there too. So you can get fun cups and things like that too. And then we have our Etsy pages to shop, Etsy's what dash shop and then just imbooze. So you can Mm -hmm. shop on there also. And then we have our Instagram where we do most of our videos and everything, which is, it's always fun. We can try to like keep it light and fun. So that's just imbooze kits on Instagram. I think that's a really fun place to follow you. Is that your favorite? Is that your favorite part of it? Is the, yeah. do you do that uh, yourself? Yeah. So kind of, yeah. So we do batch videos and so then uh, we'll edit them. But yes, I am posting everything. Yeah. So, but it's funny, like you could, the biggest tell you can see my nail color. So you'll see Obsessed. throughout like three weeks of videos, you'll see the same, like, so people thought we were just shooting them live. I'm like, no, it was, it was a batch shot. You can tell by my nails, like when I did this video kind of thing, but it's, it's fun. That way we can get a lot done in one day and then just have it for the rest of the month kind of thing. It's totally the way yeah. to do it. Plus once you get in that flow, you're that mind state, you can just like, you're, yes. you're just on. Yeah. 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 And so I like to wear fun shirts. I have my nail, you know, like it's just, we like to have fun with it and like just show people different ways that they can make cocktails or mocktails. We do those too. Um, so it's just, a yeah, we do have Facebook too. Um, it's mostly just for sharing our events and some of our okay. Instagram stuff goes there, but I kind of always forget about Facebook. To be <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I'm more of an Instagram person. You love the gram. No, that's totally cool. Yeah. I will link all of that for everyone in the show notes so they can come support you, but this has been and I, I don't even think I hit all the things I wanted to, but it's been such a rich conversation. Your story is so unique and I'm so excited for you. And I honestly hope you just keep growing and growing and growing. And I want to watch, like, I hope we can keep in touch. Oh, of course. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's one of those things like this, I, we're going to turn five this year. So it's one of those things we're just kind of, where do we go? Cause there's so many different directions we can go and it's kind of overwhelming sometimes. So it's like, do you want to go in the more restaurant bar scene? Cause we yeah. have that too. Or, you know, it's just, we kind of have to pick a lane and just run with it and then see where it goes. Oh my but gosh. I can't crazy. wait. You, I mean, the world is your oyster. It's so cool. And you're just, it's too unique. Like nobody could copy you. You're like, they might create infusers, but you, you are on a whole different, just thank you so much, Ashley, being able to hear yeah. the story and dig into it, this with you. It's been so fun for me, but it's so rich for the, for the listeners. And we just really, really appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's been so great. And yeah, if anybody ever has questions, like you can, you can message me on Instagram. I'm not going to like, bite oh, your you're head brave. Off, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yes. Yeah. But I feel like it's like, you know, I can answer some questions if people need it. Yeah. 
It's not gonna okay, if like- you guys are, if you guys, if this is like up your alley, she's yeah. she's giving you permission. But I'm expecting you guys to be extremely sweet as you always are. I will say, um, I hear from other other people who've been on the podcast that we have the most wonderful listeners. Like oh, yeah. the um, particularly like uh, some of the like the we have like an attorney who comes on and like tax tax specials things like that. And they always say the people who reach out are super respectful and super like fun to work with. So I'm just like, oh, awesome. yep, those are my people. So yes, exactly. Um, You've had this great little crew here that you have going on. They do, but you you have been amazing, and you'll have to keep us posted. So, guys, I hope you'll go support Ashley. This has been such a fun conversation. I I'm really looking forward to the DMs on this one. And in the meantime, you guys have a great week, and I'll see you next Thursday. Go make something awesome. Take care. Bye bye, guys. And that's a wrap on this episode of How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. If you're looking for more resources, head on over to howtosellyourstuff.com where you'll find podcast show notes, all the links from today's episode, the blog, courses, coaching, and more. If this episode was helpful to you, awesome. The greatest compliment I can receive from you is a rate, review, and subscribe on this podcast. Not only will it allow us to connect again on a future episode, it lets me know I'm providing you with value and helps other people find this content more easily. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for your support. Have a great day and see you next time.